Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. You're listening to America's Community Voices Network. My name is Ronald Brookins. I'm working the virtual studio this afternoon. Uh, and I want to introduce my brother, Donald Brookins. He's going to be the host of the program today. Hello, Donald. Hello, Ronald. Hello, everybody. And I am very pleased. Donald, both Donald and I are very, very excited because we have a, not only do we have a dear friend, but we have a fantastic and wonderful author joining us today. Her name is Emma Paolo, and she's going to be talking about her second uh, second collection of short stories, or book two, uh, called Secret. Uh, this is from the Shifting Sands, Shifting Sands short story series. Uh, Secrets is a collection of 15 short stories, and two of them are historical fiction. But without telling you too much more, because I think uh, Emma will do a much better job explaining to you about who she is and what her motivation is and why she writes about what she writes about, I'm going to turn it over to Donald now. And uh, at some point, if you guys want to call in and you have questions, you're certainly welcome to do so. Uh, our our, our dial-in number, if you want to call in, is 213-943-3755. So everyone, here's Donald Brookins, and he's the interviewing our wonderful author and dear friend, Emma Palova. Hi, Emma. This is Donald. Let's get started. Hi, Donald. Yes, hello. Yes, I can Can hear you, yes. Yeah, let's get started. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm an author, screenwriter, and a journalist from Lowell, Michigan, but I was born in former communist Czechoslovakia and immigrated to the USA, first in the 1970s and the second time in 1989. This immigration between the two continents, Europe and America, has always been in the back of my mind as I write. Our own family immigration story actually haunts me. I can't sleep at night, you know. I have insomnia and all of that kind of stuff. But anyways, politics have formed my life. My journey went from a civil engineer in Czechoslovakia to a reporter for local newspapers in West Michigan. The trek was long, and as any immigrant can attest to that, sometimes it was painful. I quit print journalism in 2012 to pursue my author's dreams during the rise of the Internet with new self-publishing opportunities. Now I am an authorpreneur which is a new word for a new era in the revolution of publishing. I was naturalized as an American citizen in August of 1999 at the Gerald R. Ford Museum in Grand Rapids. I'm deeply humbled by the opportunities this country has given to me. I'm a living example of the People's Magazine's 100 Reasons to Love America. Yes, I love America. Wow, thank you. 
And Emma, tell us about your latest book and works in progress. Where did the ideas for those works come from? Okay, my newest book is called Secrets, and it is in the Shifting Sense Short Stories Collection series. So it is book number two. Uh, it is a collection of 15 short stories. Two of them are historical fiction. Many of my short stories are based or inspired in my journalistic experience as I covered a lot of the hometown events and grassroots politics, you know, like the city hall, the township meetings. And sometimes we couldn't really report what we heard, what we saw, because of corruption and also the trouble of reporting in hometowns. Everybody knows everybody, you know. And sometimes you do have to just keep secrets, I guess. So we never got around to reporting the truth in a lot of the stories. So I thought, you know, I'm going to fictionalize that and get it in a different form on the market. So that's kind of part of it. And the other part of it, that's the historical fiction, because I love history. I just do. And history inspires me. So the core of the second book that I penned during the NaNoWriMo series in November is historical fiction Silk Nora from the Barockton Museum in Belding. And that also inspired the cover. The cover is, the photograph is called The Face of Gossip. And the face of gossip, I believe, or gossip itself, is the underlying current of secrets. So both the cover and the main story in book number two, Secrets, were inspired by Bell Rockton Museum in Belding, Michigan. Wow. And I like to combine fiction with real, realism. It's called magic realism spiked with surrealism. <laughs> so that's the story behind. Quite a story. <laughs> Yes, it is. Well, it took so, me a so, long time. It took me a long time. <laughs> so, Emma, let me ask, uh, why do you write? Uh, what do you hope to accomplish with your writing? Okay, I write mainly because it's a passion, sometimes it's a calling. I tried to quit many times, and it came back to me again and again. So I can't say that I just write for, you know, I don't think any author writes just for money. I mean, it's something in you. And the number two, number two why I write is because I don't want people to be bored. That's why I use the tagline, you deserve to be entertained. I want to see people happy. That's why on my book detail page, it says, you know, the book is basically the stories are about the epic human struggle for happiness. Each one of us wants to be happy. And I think we all deserve a little break from the mundane and the ordinary. What I want to accomplish is uh, I want to write the centerpiece story, Silk Nora, into a screenplay. That's one of my goals. When you say a screenplay, is that for a screenplay for a movie that we released at the theater or on television? Because we've got so many places now where you can release uh, uh, books to movies, uh, streaming services, and so forth. Uh, does that matter to you? Uh, yes, it does matter to me. I would like to have it as a movie for for the theaters. Okay. Not for television. Not for television. I would like to have it for theaters, and I will start working on it on it as soon as I can. 
on the screenplay. Okay, now, Emma, please talk a little bit about the creative process behind Secrets. Tell us about your favorite part and your least favorite part. Okay. Unlike the first book, this one took off quickly and as an overflow of stories from the first one. I penned the core of the book during the National Novel Writing Month in November of 2018. The writing process itself is a lot of small elements that have to fuse together like atoms in a nuclear reaction. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I have no idea what I'm going to write about. Then comes a small thing like meditation or studying Spanish that fuses it together. Or even like I drive to Murray Lake and I stare into the waters and then it all begins to make sense. My favorite part is that I don't know where the writing process is going to lead me or how is it going to surprise me with new discoveries. My least favorite part is the drudgery of it. By that, I mean pushing yourself beyond your limits every day. There are times when I envy people, their lives of highway workers or the guys in Lime Green West who turn the stop sign into go or proceed with caution. I've always wanted to try to do that just to get, you know, just to relax my brain. (laughs) And I also worked at a Midwest grocery chain store for four years it inspired the stories in my first book of short stories, Orange Nights. Each experience enriches a writer, and we have to take it to a higher level. So that's why I always try to do, take it to the next level, you know, go higher and deeper and dig deeper and try to look at, you know, what transforms the human character in stories and in real life. Well, I'm interested uh, in knowing, Emma, do you uh, schedule time to write, like, in the morning and in the evening, or do you do it when you're inspired, or is it a combination of all those things? No, definitely. It's number one what you said. I always have a scheduled time to write. I write strictly in the morning when I am fresh and after exercising and meditation, and then I write. I sit down and I write. If the ideas do not come to me. I just get up, walk around the house, or go outside, walk to my little veggie garden, walk back, sit behind the computer, and try to write whatever I can get. But I do write on a scheduled daily basis. And I cannot stress that enough, how important that is. Wherever I go on my routes with my book, I always say, you have to write on a daily basis. Does writing on a daily basis allow you to time, uh, give you an idea as to how long it will take to complete the book? When I set out to do that, I usually, yes, I do have a time frame, some sort of a time frame, like let's say six to eight months. I would like to accomplish this within six to eight months. And then I try to break it into smaller pieces. Like right now I'm working on our family memoir and I broke that down I actually did an outline with this one and I have already completed 12 chapters hello yeah hello good yeah I had a question for the author here 
Um, what would be your favorite story from the new Secrets and uh, why? Well, my favorite story from the new book Secrets is definitely the historical fiction centerpiece, and that's Silk Nora. The reason why I love this story is because of the era that it's set on. It's in the roaring 20s atmosphere of the flapper fashion, jazz, and all the inventions. Basically, it's a love story between Nora and Harry that takes place in Belding, Michigan, and Nora lives at the Belrockton Museum. The Belrockton Museum still stands intact to this day. So does Richardson Mills, where Nora works. And at that time, they were the girls that worked there were called the Silk City Girls, and Belding was known as the Silk City Capital of the World. So I just love that story. I love that city. It's close to my heart. Cool. And then where, where do you get your main inspiration for that story or any other uh, short stories in the novel? Uh, my inspiration comes from past and current news events. That's why some of the stories touch on the opioid crisis that we have in this country and also in history, like Silk Nora. And sometimes I'm even inspired, believe it or not, by family members. In book number one, The Temptation of Martin Dugan was inspired by my father and by my brother. It's a fictionalized story that originates in our immigration but I put it on a fictional level. So even our own family members inspire me. Where can I find uh, Secrets? You can find Secrets either on Amazon, and then locally it will be at Schuller's, at Spring Grove Variety, and some other physical stores. But you can find it in both formats, in Kindle and paperback, on Amazon. The links are on my website, emmapalova.com, and then in some of the physical stores around Michigan. Great. Thanks, Emma. Mm-hmm. Right, thank You're you welcome. Thank you for your question. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hello. 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 Hello.
Hello. Hello. Hello. Hello. Hello.
Yeah. Well, we're back. Had a little bad weather here in Florida and knocked us off. Uh, and knocked us off uh, without electricity and everything. But both Donald and I are back, and we're waiting for him to call back in. You all will never hear this. I'm just talking to keep something going on. But uh, we continue with our interview of author Emma Palova. Uh, and talk about her, uh, her, her second volume of short stories uh, from uh, from the Shifting Sand series called Secrets. Emma Pullover. I mean, she's she's had a wonderful life, uh, a fantastic life. Um, she immigrated here to the United States from Czech, Czechoslovakia. Um, she became a United States citizen in, in uh, 1999. And it's wonderful to have her with us. Emma, is that you? Come on, I ain't got on yet. You guys. Hello, Emma, are you back with us? Yep, I'm back with you. Okay, I'm then. here again. I'll, let, I'll turn it over to you and Donna. You all can start again. Hi, okay, Emma. thank Welcome you. Back. Let's go to Hi, the next Donna. question. Hello. Emma, what does being okay. an author mean? What does being an author mean to you? Well, it means a lot. There's a huge difference between a writer and an author. I used to think that it's uh, the same thing. It isn't. Uh, Being a writer was a lot different than being an author. When you're an author, a published author, you have to accept certain responsibility. People want answers to their questions about publishing and you have to be able to share your publishing and writing insights. You have to be able to accept that role. And it has also transformed me from a naive person into a person with deeper insights into the lives of other people as well as my own. Writing has changed my life in different stages like a butterfly, a metamorphosis. It's basically something I cannot stop doing even if sometimes I want to as any writer can attest to that. Uh, I also wanted to talk about the book covers. I designed both book covers based on my love for photography. The credit for the cover of Secrets goes fully to the Barockton Museum. It's the face of gossip. The picture, the cover is the face of gossip from the Barockton Museum in Dalding, Michigan. Okay, thank you, Emma. Now, I I had a question I was going to ask you, but uh, there was a call in. Uh, that person asked this question, so I'm not going to repeat it. It was about uh, what was your favorite story, and you answered that question. So I'm going to go to the next okay. question. The next question is, uh, why? what would you recommend to aspiring writers? Okay, these are my tips. First of all, and we've already touched on this, uh, write every day. Whatever, first figure out what works for you. Mornings might work for me, but afternoons or evenings work better for other people. So first figure out which time of the day or what time of the day works out the best for you. And then once you have that figured out, stick to it. Don't don't wander off on a tangent off of it. Don't, you know, don't cave into excuses, you know, like I got a phone call. No, it's just time. Protect your time for writing. That's very, very important. Protect your writing time. 
Okay. Um, and, and Emma, what are you currently working on? Currently, I am working on the saga, Greenwich Meridian, where East meets West. I will be finishing up uh, 10 chapters, and I want to get this on the Christmas market on before Christmas, and it is dedicated to my parents, to my mom and dad, who started the immigration, and I do want to get it as a Christmas present for them. So I have a huge goal, huge motivation, and book number two is fueling my new writing or new continuation of the saga. Okay. Now, Emma, tell us a little bit about your website, please. Okay, my website is on the WordPress platform, and it's Emma's Writings, EWMS Writings at HTTP EmmaPolova.com. You can find my author schedule on it, tips for writing and publishing. I publish their interviews with other authors that I've met on my route. So it's quite a variety of topics that you can find on the website. Okay, and also do you have a blog, right? That that is the blog. I use that as okay. blog as a website. Yeah, that is that is it. I keep it currently updated. So that is that is the blog is the website. Okay. Okay, and 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 this last question I have for you is how about your author's appearances? What's what's coming up? Okay, so I launched the book at the Lakeshore Art Festival in Muskegon, and that was an epic event. I was very happy with it. Thousands of people came through, stopped by, and talked to Michigan authors. And now I have this week coming up, uh, this Saturday, July 13th, from 2 to 4 p.m., a book signing at Lowell Arts at the gallery during their exhibit, Living is Easy. So feel free to come in, chill in the gallery. It's right after the parade, and I'm also in the parade. I will be in the Riverwalk Parade. So we authors do not hide. We also go out there and have fun. And my major event will be at – okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but this is wrong. I got a question, Emma. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you learn from your relationships with other authors? Do you all influence each other and help each other in terms of uh, uh, discipline of writing? Yes, we do help each other, even during the writing process. So what I would recommend, join a local writing group. If you don't have one, start one. It does not not necessarily have to be a physical writing group. There's plenty of writing groups also on Facebook or any other platform. Just be a part of of a group of other writers and authors so you can exchange insights and tips, you know, for writing. And it also motivates you. And then there's the accountability factor for writers, you know. You hold each other accountable, you know. We say, okay, I'm going to see you at the next event in Ludington. So what will you have in Ludington that you didn't have in Muskegon? What, what is your progress? So it helps also with the accountability Otherwise, uh, we don't stick to our schedules, and then nothing gets done. So I highly recommend being a part of any writing group, physical, online, anything. And if you don't have one, start one. Emma, if someone wants to purchase your writings, where would they find them? 
they can find them. <clears throat> they can find both of my books in the Shifting Sand Short Stories collection. They can find them on Amazon in two formats, in paperback and Kindle. And what I would like to do is do an audible audio version too, because that's my latest experience and findings that people are increasingly asking for audio books. Yeah, so that's the way reading I yeah. on your show, reading on your show is extremely important to me because it will help me create an audio version of the book that I have been asked for. People have been asking me for that. If I were to estimate that, it could be like 30% of the market could, as high as that, could be audio books. Wow. 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 That's what I said. I could not believe it, how many people are listening to books, you know, while doing their regular activities. It's a different experience, Emma, I tell you, than reading. And, and and yet you can find yourself when you listen, especially depending on who's doing the reading, that person can right. do a wonderful job of placing you right within the story. Yes, I agree. Absolutely, absolutely. There's a huge difference, a huge difference between paperback and between listening to a story. Well, but some, That's um, why podcasts. And radios are so important because people can hear us. And can you believe that a person came up to me in Muskegon at the art show and recognized me by my voice as I was talking there about my books? Yes, I was talking, you know, giving my marketing, what you say about your book. And a lady comes up, I heard your voice on the radio. And she bought a book. Isn't that great? That's heartwarming. That's, that's one of my uh-huh, that's one of my many heartwarming stories from that art, art festival. Yes, so I'm very grateful for this podcast and for the radio, for for anything that. Uh, but the audio, like you say, there's a different level, the different tone to, you know, listening to the story than reading it. You are right. Well, I started. And I have lots of, sorry about that, I have lots of other stories to tell from the festival, but maybe at our next episodes, because it was such an insight, so many insights from people, readers, avid readers, you know, but I'll share that at the next episode, or maybe, or maybe I can talk about it now. Mm -hmm. Okay, talk about it now. Okay, well, uh, the the art festival with our Michigan Authors Book Tent lasted two days on Friday and Saturday. And two ladies came up to me <clears throat> and loved the cover photo of The Face of Gossip. They just loved it. And they kept asking about the book. And I explained that the main historical fiction, everything that we've talked about today. And so they, they, they listened to me, and they said they would come back. Okay, Saturday comes. It's 5.52. The art festival runs only until 6 o'clock. Everyone's packing up. Everyone's packing up their stuff, including me, and I, I, I left the two books up there on the table and the poster. Yes, indeed. The two ladies came back. Yes, they did. They came back. They looked at the poster. They looked at me, looked at each other, and then they said, we are going to buy the book. And you know what attracted us to your book? The poster did, the picture, the face. So, st- 
stuff like this, you know, little tidbits, you know, that you never know what's going to work on human psychology. You never know that. Other people were afraid of the cover. They said that it's scary, you know. So you never know how people are going to relate to what you you are creating. It's um, it's uh, it's mysterious. I would call yeah. it mysterious. Yes. Yeah. Well, to all our listeners, uh, Emma will be on America's Community Voices Network often. She's uh, one of our favorite favorite people, and she's one of our favorite writers. And uh, we're going to partner together. Do to do some podcasts where she will do some readings from her books and give you us an opportunity to listen in the audio format and make a determination uh, as, to, as to whether you want to not only purchase the book or maybe have some future consideration by by an uh, audio book. But in either case, we're going to move forward with this partnership, and we certainly look forward to having Emma join us on the Americans Community Voices Network to share her life with you, her adventures with you, and her stories with you. Uh, We certainly were very happy to have her join us today, uh, and we look forward to having her again. Donald? So, Emma, thank you so much. I enjoyed it very much. Uh, And um, until next time, take care. Thank you. Until next time. Thank you for having me on your show. Thank you very much. Oh, and I'm looking it, forward to doing the readings. Okay. okay. It was wonderful. Thank so, you, Emma. We'll get together. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hold on. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.